Uh, so your golf season ended, huh? Oh uh, yeah, it did. Bro, the the basketball teams still have playoffs at our school. Well, like, I mean, they're, they're crazy. I don't know why we didn't even get like I we didn't I didn't I don't even think there was playoffs for soccer, but I could be totally wrong because our team was shit. But it's yeah. okay. Uh yeah, the sports that like made it to playoffs, they're still doing like their thing. Like the girls' golf team, they're still playing because like mm. they. They're actually They're good. Mm. Not nah, but the word dog, so we're over. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know, um, like with shit opening up and stuff, like they're still going for COVID tests weekly because their basketball is still indoor athlete. Mm-hmm. So, um, like June fifteenth, they said they're gonna open up everything, right? Mm-hmm. You think they're still gonna require like COVID, like uh, what's the word? COVID tests, that's what I was looking for. COVID tests, and, like, you think they're going to still be up the ass about shit like that? Um, I don't know. Okay, I don't. I could be totally wrong, but I heard on the 15th, like, they're trying to literally go back to normal. So, like, no mask, no... No, no, I heard masks are still going to be in play until July. But, like, I heard everything else, like, everybody's oh, trying well, to go back yeah, to yeah. normal. Oh, well, yeah, if it is a mask, literally, like, 100% capacity everywhere, but with the mask. Yeah, with the mass, like, restaurants are fully packed and stuff, you know. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. fun. Like, that bowling alley that they just let, yeah. like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure two weeks ago, that mm-hmm. bowling alley, the regulations just got lifted so it could open up. No, and, uh, like, I was literally there, bro. Like, there was someone right to our, to our right and someone directly to our left. Yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. it's not – I don't think it was the people they were concerned about. I think they're concerned about, like uh, – the stuff that everybody touches. So they have to clean, like, arcade machines daily. Or not daily, hourly. I think that's the rule. And they have Jeez. to clean bowling balls hourly, too. So, like, working right now is ruthless. Yeah, bro. Like, man, I don't man. know why people... Like, it makes perfect sense to me why why there's so many people, like, a little bit older than us that just don't want to go for a job right now. Especially if you're over 18. I mean... I mean, like, there's a, there's jobs where it's not like that. Yeah, but think about it. Like, even your job. Like, you work at a liquor store. Like, Mm -hmm. you still have to wear a mask for your entire shift. Um, Sure, you get, like, loose, loose, um, like, if nobody's in the store, you're obviously going to bring it down, take a breath, and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, um, you know, you still have to go and clean stuff that people touch from time to time. I'm sure, like, the people that work with you as well have to do some COVID regulations and Uh shit like that, but... I don't know, I, I feel mean, like after, that's that's kind of like my question. I, I'm trying to think like this June 15th thing, like this date that they saw, like after that is like, oh, like everything's literally back to normal besides masks. Or is it like, okay, everything's going to be open, but we're still going to have these regulations that were that have been yeah. set already. I mean, I can't speak for every job, but at least the job I work, like all I have to really worry about is a mask. And people are always leaving the store. It's always empty. Not always, but I get to take my mask down a decent amount of times. I have to, like, sanitize my hands now and then. But, like, it's nothing crazy. It's yeah. definitely something that, like, if someone were to tell me that they don't want to find a job purely because of, like, COVID. Like, oh, I don't want to wear a mask. Oh, I don't want to, hit, like, sanitize my hands. Like, that's a shitty-ass excuse. Like, get a job. I mean, yeah. if there's more to it, then okay. But if that's No, but think about reason, it because think about this. You're going to spend, like five days a week working nine to five or maybe like not that much but like let's say like nine to one daily 
five days a week. You could do part time too. Yeah, you could do part time too. But think about how much m- m- money is given through unemployment. That people are like, "Why am I going to go work? I could just live off of unemployment for now." People don't have to pay rents. People don't have to work. Like, it kind of like screwed over people's mentality. Like, imagine you're going, you've taken a year off work, just getting imp- unemployment and not paying rent, and you have to go back to reality with all that shit. Like, that's gonna suck. It's gonna suck, but they're not gonna rely on unemployment anymore. Like, the, we're yeah, going. They back. have to go get a job. Yeah, they have to yeah. go get a job. Exactly. So that's that, why I, th- I think I think once June fifteenth happens for California's economy on its own, I think it's gonna boom. I think it's shaking a boom because um, like yeah. think about places like Texas and Florida who have never closed, mm-hmm. and who are, like I don't know about Florida, but I heard Texas last week or the week before was at zero deaths for COVID, which is amazing. Jeez. And their economy hasn't gone down too much, and has like maintained itself. Yeah. But just imagine the the beaches and like the uh, like movie theaters and shit that we yeah. haven't done in years. Like that's gonna be amazing. It's definitely gonna be trippy, which I can't wait for. Yeah, it's, it's like gonna, gonna be, be so, so out of pocket. Yeah, 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 not out of pocket like that. <laughs> just straight up weird. You know, like imagine yeah. you're at the beach and like everybody's just <laughs> no. It's like. It's weird to think about. It, like, fucks your brain up. But it's, like, normal is weird now. Like, what used to be normal is going to be weird for a bit. Yeah. No, that, the outdoor part is not, like, as crazy to me. Like, what's crazy to me is walking inside of a restaurant and seeing every table filled. Yeah. And that's going to trip me out. For me, what's going to trip me out is, you know, at weddings and stuff, like, no mm-hmm. masks and stuff. Yeah. Like, I, went, um, I went to a very small gathering, like, for my cousin's 26th. It was at, like, a restaurant. It was just family. And, um, like, the restaurant was, like, pretty pretty filled. I'm not going to lie. Pretty filled. Um, everybody was following, like, regulations and guidelines and whatever they needed to, like, whatever the restaurant was okay with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it felt weird. It felt very weird. Like, yeah. um, they weren't too up the ass about it, of course, because it's, like, Armenian restaurant with Armenian-filled families, like, just trying to celebrate a birthday. But, um... It was such a different, like, vibe that you had. Like, it's a different joy that you get from large gatherings. I don't want to call it party, but, like, large mm-hmm. gatherings that it's it's nice to have back. Yeah, dude, it's trippy. Like, I went to the party I went to a few weeks ago. Like, I was just looking around. People, no mask, a bunch of people inside. I'm like, damn. I yeah, it's like, damn, like... this, is, this is normal. Like, this is, this is normal. Uh, we yeah. got, we got to go back. Honestly, June 15th bro. is too late, honestly. It's not even, bro. <laughs> it's not even, like, that's two weeks. Nah, I'm messing, but... That's two yeah, weeks. The Euro start, Euro start, and that shit opens up, bro. Euros are going to be so fun, man. So fun. For Like, real. just watching that is going to be insane. Let's go. Let's go to Europe. Dude, I was going to ask you about <laughs> that. What do you think about Vax cards for Europe? You need a Vax card to travel out of state and to come back in. Do you actually? Not out of state, out of country. My bad. That makes if sense. You go to, if you go to like Europe, you need a vaccine card to get in. And if you go anywhere out of the country to get back into America, you need a vax card. I don't understand how people can like talk against that. I mean, and you know what's funny to me is everyone that talks against the vaccine just happens to have no experience in the medical field at all. Well, yeah, like, but think about it. Like, think about it from this standpoint. Like, people got the vaccine in January, some people, right? Mm-hmm. The booster shot's not even made yet, and 
Um, like it's it's six months already. Like they're gonna have to get their booster shot, and it's not even here yet. Bro, it's a shot. It's a, a second experience, and then you walk away and forget about it. Like I, don't, I really don't think it's anything insane. Like I don't know. I yeah, don't. but people like the people. I understand the part where people are like, "Oh, it's magnetic." Like all that bullshit that they're pulling out of their ass. Like that's just annoying. Like no, it's not. Like they, the government is not allowed legally to put a chip inside of you. It's not going to be Star Wars. It's not going to be no. Order sixty six. That that like, okay. That's a whole different thing. That is so beyond me. Like yeah, literally. Look at look at what I'm holding a phone right now. If they wanted to track me, that would be so much exactly, easier. Exactly, bro. Than There's a satellite injecting a, exactly. Preach, preach. It makes zero sense. Like, who, yeah. what do you think this is? Like, the year five thousand. Like, you're telling me this little syringe is gonna have like a tracking device when they could just track my phone, or they could they could think of a million other ways that are more efficient than that. Like, it makes zero sense. Yeah, the problem, not problem, but the thing I've heard about the vaccine is that a lot of people, like younger people, are having older people problems. Like, they're having, like, uh, heart attacks or they're having, like, other... Uh, like, bullshit. Other symptoms like that. You don't buy it? Not at all. Everyone, okay, I have heard things, and especially, like, one of my friends uh, talked to me about the vaccine. He took it, and he said on his second one, it was, like, hell. Like, he had the chills. He felt, like, really sick for a day, but... Yeah, Again, it's they're only basically a day. injecting a part of COVID into you. Well, yeah, but it's only a day. He gets over it, and now he doesn't have to worry about getting it again. I don't see the big deal. I mean, we get vaccinated as kids. Same shit. Yeah, yeah. You think we were talking about this another day? I think you think they're gonna make it? Oh no, me and Mark were actually talking about this yesterday when we went on a walk. Do you think they're gonna make it? How um, in private schools and stuff they require some vaccines? Do you think COVID is gonna be a required one too? Maybe public, definitely not private. But you know, privates don't need it, right? Really? You don't need to get vaccinated. That's, yeah. Yeah, but some private schools are uh, are considering it. Like, I think really? Providence announced a statement where they're like, either you got to get the vaccine or you got to get uh, tested weekly. Well, Providence is like, like an LA-based private school. Yeah, but there's private there's schools, private schools like USC too. Private schools like USC where it's like the same shit. It's... Either get te- either get the the shot or get tested. Yo, it's not just private schools. Riverside, I got a friend at Riverside that told me they might um make it like mandatory, like yeah, you're not UCs. allowed. Yeah, so yeah, it's UCs not just private. Why not? Honestly, I mean, everyone in the medical field which has more knowledge than me has said it's fine. Like, what's the point of not believing in them? Obviously, they know what they're talking about at least more than me. I just feel like if they if they release more information to the public, because think about it, the, what's the only reason that causes fear? Fear is not knowing. So if people Ignorance, are afraid yeah. of it, it's like, you don't know enough about it. Just let the government like reassure them what's inside of it. Show the facts, show what it does. Like, even if it's a harmful, like they have, uh, it's effect. just people are stupid. That's literally yeah, I, what I don't is. think people are stupid. I think it doesn't get out to them or they don't really research it. Like, they just don't, they're like, oh, it's a vaccine, it's a shot, I'm not going to get it. Like, they're I'm stupid not for not researching it, it though. Uh, you could look they, it up. They are, but at the same time, it's like, you trust so many people around you that tell you different things that you really don't know who's right and who's wrong. All right, this is how I like to look at it. If I get, let's just say I get into a car accident, who will I want to defend me in the court? Will I want a lawyer to do that, or will I want... Uh, my friend that's a car salesman and Van Nuys. 
which one is more, which one has the knowledge to benefit me more? The lawyer, right? Same shit. I don't know jack shit about what's in the vaccine. But the people that do are telling me it's fine. And the people that don't, that don't know what's in it and they're just saying a bunch of bullshit about like, oh, how it's not good. Like, what do they know? Yeah, but it's like, who do you trust and who do you not trust? Because over the past year, all these like government official doctors and like they've been spreading so many lies. Like, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm trying to play like a devil's advocate here. Where, mm-hmm. like, I'm just going at your argument just to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, there's so many government officials and doctors that, like, said so much bullshit out of their ass that it didn't really benefit us. That people are looking at this in the same way. I get that. But at the same time, I refuse to believe that every single medical professional is being paid by a higher power to lie about what's in the vaccine. Well, I don't because... they're being paid. I think, I'm just saying, like, maybe they're told what they're told. And there's just another element to it that nobody really knows because it's a harmful element or something like that. All I could say is, what's the point? Like, let's just say the vaccine is bad. What's the point? What, what, what do the government, what do like whoever is in charge of it, what do they gain if the vaccine isn't what they say it is? I don't know. Nothing. I have no clue. They so might uh, it's, it's a flawed argument. We don't even think about it. Is a flawed argument. It's a very flawed argument. But it's like. I just don't think it is humane to tell people to get a shot that they don't want to get, no matter what they think about it. It's like telling someone, it's like telling someone who doesn't like apples to eat an apple. Not really. I mean, if you don't like an apple, it's not going to kill other people if you don't eat the apple. You know what I mean? I think think that's kind of a flawed analogy. Okay, okay. What about, wait, doesn't, okay, let's say I don't get the vaccine. Right. Mm-hmm. But you get the vaccine mm-hmm. and we're hanging out. Right. Mm-hmm. So doesn't that mean that. How do I explain this? So you won't get it. And at the same time, you won't be giving it to me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like if if that is expanding to bigger numbers, as in like the whole state of California, and you split that number to the people who want to get it and the people who don't want to get it, it will basically give you the result that we're getting now. So it should be a choice. Okay. Well, I I do think it should be a choice. But at the same time, I don't think it should be normalized to not take it. And this is why. There shouldn't be protests on it. It should just straight up be like a yes or no choice. There shouldn't be like, oh, you got the vaccine. What are you doing? Why are you getting the vaccine? Or vice versa. No, it's okay. To me, it's like the whole vaccination thing before COVID. Like we had things like what? Measles, smallpox influenza we have vaccines for those real Mm -hmm. vaccines that everyone took when they were younger but some people decided not to take it and the result of them not taking it is another little outbreak of whatever that disease was instead of it being controlled and being eradicated so because of their ignorance and because they're like oh we don't want to take this shot a lot of people died so i just don't don't really get the whole oh yes or no choice thing Okay, so what do you think about... Okay, so COVID is basically a disease that targets people with bad, like, health um, problems. Mm. And that usually targets the older people. So wait, for wait, people wait. like us, it's that? just going to be like a common cold. That's what okay, I mean. Well. Like, people with bad lungs, people with a uh, bad immu- immune system, they see mm-hmm. older people, unless you obviously have an underlying health condition. 
Like some people have diabetes that got, get the COVID shot because if they get COVID, it's not going to turn out well. Mm-hmm. So I think the people who should be in the shot are people like that. So they don't get it. But at the same time, it's like, if you're asking a 12 year old who has a great immune system, who like is just trying to live their life and has to go get this vaccine every six months. It's like, don't you think they're asking a little too much? Joe, I am a 17 year old guy. I've been pretty physical my whole life. I haven't had one problem in my health at all. Literally none. I got my appendix removed, but I can't think of one medical problem that I've ever been diagnosed with. And when I got COVID, it felt like hell for a few days. But it was a cold. For you, technically, that was just a common cold. I mean, yeah, but it still sucked. It still sucked. And I'm not saying, I think, I I agree with you that Older people should definitely take it and the people that are fine that, like, you know, should definitely have the choice. But I don't think the choice should be normalized to say no. I, I don't I think they have the right to say no, but it shouldn't be a, oh, it's OK if you say no or it's perfectly fine if you say no. It should be and a I don't think you should is. say yes. But it's, if you say no, it's whatever. Yeah, I get what you mean. But at the same time, like going back to what I was saying, it's like. The people, like, if you're telling me, get it, or you're going to give it to someone else, like, it sounds kind of selfish, but that's really not my problem if I'm giving it to someone else, unless someone who literally, like, think about this for a second. If I'm giving it to someone else, mm-hmm. and um, they have underlying health conditions, or they're older, or, like, like someone who can really, really, really badly get affected by it, mm-hmm. then they, those people should have that, that vaccine. I get that. I get for that. people like me and you who already got it, and for you, yeah, it was a little tough. It was a cold. But for me, when I had it, I was literally just sleeping two extra hours during the day. Like, if if you're telling us to get that so we don't spread it, like, it makes sense, but not completely. You know what I mean? No, I get that. Like, if everyone that needs it gets it, and then the people that don't need it just choose, like, that'll be fine. We'll We'll be okay, but... Exactly. Like I was talking to Mark again, um, and he was like, "Yeah, my dad got it. He was one of the first people to get it because he needed it. You know, mm-hmm. he he doesn't want to get COVID. He would get badly affected by it. But his mom, him, and his brother are like, no, we don't want to get it yet. As of right now, we don't want it. We don't need it. So it's like I feel like if they knock out like what they're basically doing right now, like the people who want to get it, who need to get it, get it, and the people who don't want to get it, they just like need." I understand what you mean. It shouldn't be normalized to say no, but at the same time, it shouldn't be like, go get your vaccines. You know, it shouldn't be forced, which I 100% I agree with you. It shouldn't be normalized. No, like it should be like, it should be like how it is right now. I think it's fine. It's like, oh, it's at the Dodger Stadium. Go pay your money. Go get your vaccine. Like it's right in front of you. It's access. It's accessible for you. But at the yeah. same time, they shouldn't be saying like, um, to get back into America, you need a vax card. Yeah, I didn't really know about that, actually. Yeah. Until you said it. So if you go to, like, I don't know, Syria or something, and then you come back to the States, you can't come in without a Vax card? Yeah. Uh, Someone might correct me if I'm wrong, but that's that's what I think it is. Let me me check into it. Bro, because I know know at least, well, not personally, but I've heard of at least, like, 200 to 300 Syrians in this area going back. And I know damn well... Like probably ten percent of them at most are vaccinated, so that's that's interesting. 
Let me check this out. <laughs> They're going to be stuck in Syria, imagine. Yeah, it says do not travel internationally until you are fully vaccinated. This is the CDC website. It says fully vaccinated. Uh, Some places are still getting it like pretty bad. I mean, America's doing decently good. A lot of Europe is basically normal. But they're like Brazil and India, I heard, were like pretty bad right now. Places that don't have the vaccine access like we do and like big yeah. European countries, exactly. basically. But yeah, yeah, like you were seeing all these celebrations for like soccer titles that like like Atletico won. They were having this huge, like elbow to elbow, like all the fans were elbow to elbow, like huge amounts of people just celebrating mm-hmm. with the players. No masks, no nothing. Oh yeah, in Spain, um, they they got, I'm pretty sure they got good access. So I'm glad to see them going back to normal. Yeah, definitely, nice. man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I have a question. So I found this notebook. It's like this. It has so much dust on it. Holy shit! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it it's like this small ass notebook with like a bunch of random shit in it. And there's like this section where it says, um, just random ass questions. Okay. So give me a number between like one and eleven. Um, I'm gonna go with number nine. Okay, let me check one, two, three, four, five. Okay, okay. This is a pretty simple question. But the question says right here, does money give you happiness? And if it doesn't, then what does it give you? See, this is actually a really interesting question because, like, the, this question in particular, I have, I have thought one thing about it, and then the next day I thought something else about it, and then the next Same. day I changed up. Like, it's a reoccurring theme of, like, always switching up my beliefs on this. At the end of the day, does money make you happy? No, I don't think so. I've seen a lot of people with money pretty miserable. But to say that money doesn't help is just bullshit. Money definitely does help. Yeah, I think money, especially people our age, does cause a lot of happiness. Because think about it, like, in 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 a relationship in this age is in this day and age, it's like you gotta buy your girlfriend all the nice shit, or you gotta buy your boyfriend like a four hundred dollar gift for like mm. his graduation, or like five hundred dollar bracelet for his birthday. Me, me some, personally, I get I like get that, the narrative. You know? I get that, like how people do that shit. I I'm personally, I fucking hate that shit. I hate it too, bro. It's like, like it, yeah, quantity. They put quantity over quality, basically. Like I'm not talking about the quality of the item or the quality or the price of yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about like like the sentiment people are losing sentimental value. I would actually hate if my like let's say I had a girlfriend, if she got me like a Gucci belt for my birthday, I would hate that shit. I would despise that. That's such a worthless, like meaningless item. Like I don't care it? for that. See, I I just I hope this doesn't happen because I don't even want to think about it. No, but think about it. It's like, no, dude, I want you to think about it. Like, um, if my girlfriend, like, let's, take the, let's get that Gucci belt um, uh, topic. I have mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I have a Gucci belt. I mm-hmm. wear it very rarely because it's such a nice thing that I don't want to overwear it. So I wear it at, like, big events where there's a lot of people. Or I wear it in, like, a suit setting, basically. Suit and yeah. high setting. And I'm very grateful for it. It's a sick-ass belt. It's one of those, like, reversible ones. 
So you yeah. could wear black colored or you could wear like the bougie colored, mm-hmm. like the brown. And if my girlfriend got that for me, I'd be grateful, you know. But at the same time, I get what you're saying. Like, I wouldn't return it, and I would wear it just to show like my appreciation. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, you could have gone something that actually meant something. Exactly. There's you no gone, that... like something that meant so much more. Than See, just that's a that's belt. the thing. If if I really let's just say I did really want a Gucci belt and I expressed that to her, maybe that's a different story. But I'm just yeah. saying, if I never showed interest in wanting a Gucci belt, she's just ex- uh, assuming that I want some materialistic item with no like sentimental value at all. It's just a belt. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like that, what that represents is not, to me, that represents something. And it doesn't represent something to most people, but like to certain people, like those type of things represent something. And I don't want that. So for her to do something like that, I'd honestly rather get like some $20 gift that's just at least meaningful in some way. Yeah. Honestly. But what, my question is what gives sentimental value to something? What gives meaning to something? When you, you just know, like, I, I don't know, everything that I've seen in my life that has that, I just know. Like, if my mom gives me, like, a cross, let's just say, uh, what are they called, the crucifix, like, mm-hmm. to wear around my neck, that has sentimental value. She gave it to me. Versus if I go and buy one myself, I just find a nice looking one. There's not really much sentimental value. I just bought it from a store. Okay, so I think personally like what gives something sentimental value is time yeah like keeping something that like for example this is just a random random ass example right if Mm -hmm. you came back to me right now like literally walked over to my house and gave me the tom sawyer book that we buried in the sandbox in seventh grade oh i would give you the fattest kiss no not even joking I'm not Time. joking. Like that that just means Damn. so much to me. Like that yeah. just one book, that one memory from that stupid ass object can give so much sentimental value to it. And I feel that's, like that's what people yeah. are like like pe- that the reason I think I'm trying to find out the reason why sentimental value has gone down in gifts and it's because people don't want to put as much effort into finding a gift and time mm-hmm. into finding a gift. See, that's true, too, because there are so many items, like, when I got it at the time, I was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. And then, like, over time, I realized how, like, amazing it was. Yeah. Like, oh, this means something, you know? So, that's, like, I for sure get what you're saying with that. And the reason I, I like, thought about this is because my dad, since day one, has always told me, like, you put cash in someone's birthday gift if you're friends with them. But if it's literally someone that you treat as a brother... Or, like, someone that you treat more than a friend, it can't be cash. Like, sometimes even just a normal friend, like, do something nice. Do something that will make them smile. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to not remember the fact that you gave them cash for their 20th birthday. But if you yeah. get them, like, just a random example. If you get them a Don Julio bottle, 1942, with their name engraved on it or some cool shit. Like, mm. random cool shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be forever grateful. Like, they'll forever yeah. remember that one day. Or that one gift, and they'll remember you by it. So that's yeah, what I, exactly. I feel like in relationships, that's a big thing. And in happiness, like that was the original thing of the question, like happiness, like the sentiment, money has no sentimental value. And I don't think it can give as much sentimental value as like the emotions we have attached to some objects can. Exactly. Give, if that makes sense, that was a really bad sentence, but 
It's no, no, no. I got exactly what you were trying to say. Like that's that's pro- that's a really good point against money bringing you happiness. But at the same time, I don't know. I've never been in a situation where I'm struggling with money. So again, I I don't want to. Sp- if I was in that situation, I wonder if my beliefs would be different. But do you think that if you're already happy in life and you get a shitload of money, do you think it will lower your happiness? Probably. You think so? I don't think so. Let's say right now, right now, me and you get a message, like a DM from like Bank of America. They're like, we just wired you a million dollars each. <laughs> go have fun. Like, I think that me and you would just go do whatever fun thing that we wanted. But at the same time, save up that money, like, you know, like, have a future yeah. and shit with it. But I don't think it would make us, like, like, I want, I want to hear your point of view. Like, why would that, like, lower the happiness? See, if we use it responsibly, it won't. But the thing about money is money is temptation. Like, for people that, let's say, a good example is winning the lottery. That's exactly what you just said. I mean, the whole email thing, like, just mm-hmm. pretend you won, we won the lottery. There are so many people that win the lottery. They have no clue what to do with their money. Within a few years, they go bankrupt. Their life goes to shit. If they never won the lottery, they would have a much better life. That's what I mean. So if you know what you're doing, then you're good. But at the same time, money is such a temptation. Like It's, it's not for certain that it's going to make you happier. You know? Mm, mm. But let's say we won the lottery, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say this person who won the lottery was already married, had children, you know, has a good life, a good job, and then they just win the lottery, you know, and they're smart with it and they live out the rest of their life not having to work, you know, like you think that really lowers, like, happiness? See, again, that, that's a different case. In that case, probably not. But at the same time, is it gaining happiness? Is that mm. making them more happy? I don't think so. So it's like, maybe a little it's bit like of stress your point is, is like it's not lowering it, but it's not raising it either. Yeah, I've seen firsthand what money can do to people. Like more, the more money, the more stress. My dad has always said that to me, and like that stuck with me. The more money, the more stress. It seems amazing until you have it, and again, it's great to have it. There's a lot of good things about having it, but with that comes a lot of bad things. Yeah. Good and bad to everything, man. Good and fucking bad to everything. I mean, at least, like, all right, I don't know if you could think of something off the top of your head, but I don't know, maybe on social media, during class in a video you were shown, who is the most, like, who is the happiest person you've ever seen? Like, even if you don't know them, if you've seen them online, like, well, do you Social recall? media is a scam. Social media is okay, the worst thing to ever happen. Because think about this, think about this. Social media in its entirety is just, like, I can take a picture of me, you, and, like, one other friend, like, going bowling or some random shit. Mm-hmm. And we're having an absolute horrible time, right? But I can yeah. say, me, uh, like, get in here, get in this photo, and it's we a all scam, smile, yeah. and we'll all look super happy. So I can't Literally. say someone's happier than another person based on a picture. That's a not video. what I mean. That's not what I mean. Like, like, I'll give you an example right now. I saw a video, uh, it was a YouTube video of a guy, I don't know which country, like, probably somewhere in Africa. He was a vendor. All he did was sell food to people. And he was, ha- he was talking about happiness. He was saying how he has a great life. He loves his life. Did he make a lot of money? Not at all, actually. He was pretty poor. But he made life good for himself. That's the, the whole social media thing and pictures and being fake. That's a whole different conversation. That's not what I was trying to get at. 
Yeah, that's but a whole different topic. What what I was time, yeah, bro. what I was trying to get at was that at least from what I've seen, the happiest people I've ever seen have always been not super wealthy. I mean, does that what does that mean? I'm not saying it means that money makes you worse and money doesn't make you happy, but I'm saying you don't need money to be happy. Then okay, then what makes like what are things that make people happy? That that's a, that's my question for you. That's a, that's that's what you made me think of. You said money doesn't cause happiness, which I hundred percent agree with, a thousand percent agree with. What gives a person happiness? Everybody is their own person that lived their own life that have that gained their own values through living life. Everyone has different opinions on what makes them. Everyone has something different that makes them happy. I mean, I'm sure there's something that makes you happy. That if I do, I'm like, eh, this is whatever. I'm sure there's something that I do that makes me super happy that if you do, you're like, it's whatever. I'll give you an example right now. I, I love drinking mati and just staring at mountains. Like those two combined, that's like, that's such a pure moment for me. Like that's true happiness to me. Like I'm, I, I could think of at least 10 people right now. If I put them in that same situation, they would not have a good time. That's so. interesting. But do you think, okay, so is there... Anything specific, like a general but specific word that, like, causes happiness? Because personally, I think if you surround yourself with more people, I think that makes you happier. I think the more people in your life that you really appreciate and love, the happier you will be. I think what makes life happy is whatever you do that you, like, genuinely enjoy, just do that. Honestly, like, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, but let's say you enjoy doing fucking crystal meth on Friday nights on the side of LA sidewalks. You think they're happy? I mean, that. I mean, if that's what they like to do, that's what they like to do. I mean, they <laughs> they they love to do it, but like, do they? How do you know they love to do it? What if they need to do because it? Because I said it. I said they enjoy going and. You know, I don't think that's how it works. I mean, abusing drugs. I, go ask someone who's trying to quit smoking if they like smoking. They're going to say no, but do they do it? They're doing it. My dad, my dad's a good example. He hates smoking. All he does is talk down about it. But somehow, every single week when he's with his friends, I see a cigarette in his hands. So, is he doing what makes him happy or what he enjoys? No. But what he does enjoy are good things. And when he does do it, I want him to do the most of it so it can make his life happier. Yeah. What are some things you enjoy, man? Like, I know I both of one. us love love enjoying just a simple conversation like we're having right now. Just for hours yeah. and hours. Like, we could both talk about random shit. Um, what yeah. else? Um, I like... So, there's there's not many people... Again, I have a different word for friends. Like, I don't... I might call people friends, like, just because I don't have any other words to call them. But what I don't consider a friend, someone that, like... Can I explain it? I, I feel like know. I know what you're talking about. Can I explain it? Yeah. So I feel like you have two different relationships with people. And if you're a friend or friends. an acquaintance. Yeah. yeah. Acquaintance is anybody else besides your friend. And a friend is someone that you could literally talk about anything with. And you will literally ride, you're ride or die with that. A person. friend is a person I care about. Yeah, like like that's yeah, a good example. Like, I could think of a few people just put, like I could think of right now. Give me one second. All right, I thought of somebody. I'm not gonna say who, 
but I know them. They know me. We've had conversations before, but do I give a little, like, do I care at all about their existence? Do I care at all no, what they're doing? Exactly. I mean, I exactly. wish the best for them because, like, I don't have anything wrong with them, but I don't genuinely care. Like, I can forget about them and be fine. Like, I yeah, can't but it's like, for you, say it's the like, same Oh, they friends. exist, but, like, when they're there, it's fine, you know? But mm-hmm. if it's your friend, you're like, bro, I wish they were here. Exactly. I get you, I get you. I will go out of, a, out of my way to try to see my friends. I won't do the same for acquaintances. Yeah. I wouldn't, honestly, so, I won't even see an acquaintance outside of, like, school or wherever I'm acquainted with them. Like, <laughs> like yeah. if it's a friend's friend, I'm not going to go out of my way to see them outside of that gathering or outside of that one friend, you know? So, and back to what I was saying, though, like, the reason I brought that up is you said what makes me happy. That's one of them. It's just being with, like, actual friends. Just their presence. That's it. That's yeah. one thing that makes me happy. Um, any type of family gatherings. I mean, I could have a bad time, but I just look around. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This makes me happy. Sometimes. Um, simple shit, bro. Simple so shit. Nothing crazy. What, is there anything that, like, ex- like I don't want to say extre- that extremely makes you happy. But, like, sometimes in my life, I just look at someone or something, and there's just this random feeling that you can't really explain, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's different than just regular happiness. Like, happiness to me is just like a smile, like when you smile when you see somebody or something, or like Mm -hmm. you're excited to see them or excited to talk to them or enjoying their presence. But I feel like that little feeling that you get inside is so specific when you see, like, random people. Like, bro, I haven't seen some relatives for, like, four or five years. But I grew up with those people, you know? So if I saw them at this day, I would get, like, this feeling, like, to just go over yeah. and hug them and, like, shake their hand and, like, talk mm-hmm. to them for a bit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. again, sentimental value goes with time. The more time you spend with someone, I feel like um, the happier they make you. Yeah. I get that completely. So here's a random thought I have. So mm. I've had this thought for a long time. I've just never brought it up ever. And like, I'm really curious to hear what you're going to say. Do you think two people, right? Two people. Mm-hmm. Strangers or two strangers or two people who absolutely hate each other. Or like, they just don't have it with each other. Right? Mm-hmm. They just don't like each other. They're, if they're forced to spend the rest of their lives together... Do you think they'll end up loving each other? See, my the that word is just a very confusing word to me. Love. I I I I don't know what to think about that word. I never do. Like what even is love? I don't even know. Love like, what do you man, mean by love? Like love attachment. An, attachment is different. Love is just this uncontrollable feeling like the fact that this person's always in the back of your mind and always in, in your heart and, like, the person you just always have to think about, you know? Yeah. See, for me, as if you can, like, distinguish love from attachment, then I don't even know how to answer that question. It's Maybe. Like for, for me, here, let me give you my take. I think if two people spend more and more time with each other... I think no matter how much you hate that other person or how annoying they are or whatever, I think you'll end up like feeling a different way at the end of all, at the end of it all. Maybe it's just your brain's way of like, there's this new person in my life. I'm always seeing them. They're a part of me. If they go, 
then something's gonna feel off. Yeah, so exactly. Is that, that is that's that love perfect, though? That's the perfect analogy. That's the question, isn't it? The perfect analogy is like if that person wasn't there after all of that time, what would I be doing? You know, like it would feel completely different and it wouldn't be enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, love is something interesting because the thing with love is like I could say I love you, and I could then stab you, and I could yeah. then do something awful to you. <laughs> Have so you seen what? that thing on TikTok where it's like, uh, bitches can say I love you, and um, bitches can type I love uh, I L Y as fast as they can type F you. <laughs> Dude, no, for real. Like you can love someone and do some just insane shit to them. So what does that word mean if that's the case? Like, let's just say you're um, your significant other, right? Let's just say you love them and you cheat on them. Like, what? You cheated on them, but you still love them at the same time. So that just makes the word love so much less powerful. Well, you can't. There's no way you love one person, right? Like, you can mm-hmm. love a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when when you're talking about cheating on someone, especially if, if you're cheating on, on, like, your significant other with someone you've known for a long time, like, mm-hmm. you might love multiple people, you know? So are you That's justifying that? I'm not justifying it at all. I'm just saying, like, it sounds like I'm justifying it, doesn't it? I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, like, love is such a stupid-ass word. I think it's yeah. a stupid-ass word. Because people can simplify it down to its core, and people can expand it to, like, you know those those cops, those detectives who have, like, those boards? And yeah. then, like, they have the, the target in the middle, and they're trying to file the loose ends. Mm-hmm. that's what people make it seem like sometimes see what i consider love is like someone that you would literally without even hesitating take a bullet for i mean mm. that's like that sounds like weird that sounds like okay that's a weird way to look at it but like if you think about it like there there are so many people i feel like like a boyfriend and a girlfriend, right? That have been dating for like five months. Let's just say they tell each other they love each other, right? But when, it, like, if it came down to it, if someone were to be shot, would the other person jump in front of the bullet? I don't know. That's so interesting that you think of it that way. See, because like when I think about like who do I love and who do I don't love, there are certain people that like I wouldn't even think about it. I would jump in front of a bullet a million times for them. Like that, that's like my family. Literally, you're one of them. Like, that's what, and see, if I had a significant other that I only dated and knew well for, like, four months, I don't think I'd do that. So that wouldn't be real love. Yeah. But think about it this way. Like, there's a lot of, like, that That definitely applies for you. But I don't think that applies for a lot of people. Because think about, like, people who just think they're heroes in a way. That might uh, just jump in front of that bullet for anybody. Oh, the know, courageous they might be type. Like diff- yeah, the courageous type people who would mm-hmm. be like, nah, they don't deserve to die. But Well, I have a very, like, pessimistic view on people. I don't. I think at the core, most people are just shitty. Not, not at the core, but, like, I think through life, life makes people shitty. And I don't think there are many people like that, that, like, those hero types that would jump in front of a bullet for anybody. I think so that's more... Think- Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think sometimes the media, like, makes this, like, let's say in movies and TV show, like a Captain America, right? They make Captain America a very beloved superhero. They make it seem like that's what you should try to strive to be. He's the type of person to jump in front of a bullet for anybody. But yet, nobody is like him. Mm-hmm. 
What were you going to say? say? Hold on. Shit, what was I going to say? Happens relatable. Bro, that's so annoying. It was something good, too. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't even know anymore, bro. My brain just, like, wiped. That's That's actually so funny, bro. Bro, I forgot what we were talking about. What were you even talking about? I'm trying to remember still what I was trying to say. Bro, what are we even talking about right now? We're talking about jumping, like, courageous people who were, like, jumping for the bullets for random ass people. No one would do that shit, bro. Okay, I no 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 no. I'm being dead ass, bro. You go to you go to Glendale right now. Go into and go inside of the Americana. Find two random like people. Bring them to an alley and just point a gun at one and be like, you either shoot this person or you jump in front of the bullet. I ninety nine percent of the people will be like, nah, bro. I'm I'm I'll stay alive. I'm good. You can't tell me that like yeah, that, that courageous that's type. That's a fact. That's a fact. I don't think I kind of disagree with you with there's a courageous type. Like, courageous type means, like, you want to protect people at all costs, but you don't want to harm yourself in the making. You know what I mean? Well, like, but if you're courageous, you won't care about that as long as other people are safe, you know? Yeah, I get what you mean. But I mean, life, okay. like, people, people in this day and age, like, something that I thought about, too, is, like, media just downgrades the the importance of like a single life like what do you mean by that like think about this like people people were like oh 20,000 covid deaths just in the last month that's way better than like the last 3 months like i heard someone say that last year where it was like really bad and i was like what the fuck like that's 20,000 people yeah it's better yeah i get what you're saying it's better mm-hmm. But people like the media, social media, um, the news channels, like even shows, they just downgrade the importance of a single life so much. Like, yeah, it's crazy. You know how much, like how many people surround one person, how many people love one person that if they die, it means so much. But like to yeah. me or you, like if some Randall just dies in front of us, like we're caring more about if we're okay than if that guy's okay. And he's lying dead on the floor. And that's what I feel like. That's what I feel no. like we're yeah. trained to believe. Like, like oh, mm-hmm. some random war happened. Like like, hundred people died. People are like oh, that's not bad. Yeah, you know? that, those are real. Those, those are lives of people that have families, people that care about them. Who knew what they were gonna do with their lives? Like, and now they're gone. So it's, it's it like people just crazy. think of like death at this point, unless it's someone that's close to you. Like if you don't know someone who died, people think of it as like. Whatever. Any other, any other thing like a social media event or like a yeah. show or no, like a, a I mean, news channel, I, like... I, I fall guilty of this too. Like I've seen on the news sometimes or like on my 100%. phone, like uh, oh, like oh, there was a shooting, like that whole Boulder shooting. I was like, oh, like I didn't really think much of it, but then if you think about it, like that's crazy. Those are real people that died. Like, yeah, because we would... can't really yeah. care about it because we're not attached to the people who passed exactly. away. Exactly. See, but that's one it's problem. See, one thing I could justify, you know, the whole bullet thing, like, oh, if, like, there's not many people that would jump in front of a bullet for a random person. Mm-hmm. One thing I could justify about that, though, is, like, the one of the reasons I wouldn't do that, and I'm going to be honest, I would not do that. I would let that random person die. And one of those reasons is that for me, 
it's like I couldn't imagine how the people I love would react to me dying. So like that would give me motivation to let someone else die. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I care as fucked up as it is. I care more about my mom than this random ass person. That's you know what I mean. I mean yeah. I know it. It sucks that it is that way, but it is. Yeah, believe it or not, talking about like the the life worth like that we were just talking about. For me, when it's like someone over 50 years old, not even 50, bro. If someone over 40 years old passes away and they're talking about shootings and shit and like, oh, they are shot. Like, I'll think of it like any other normal person. But when I hear about someone who passes away, that's my age. Even if I didn't know them, bro, I get so like hurt in a way. It's like not hurt. I just just start thinking about it in such a weird way because it's like. Remember when that 13-year-old got run over? Like, he was skateboarding, and he got run over, and he passed away. And, like, when? they donated all his kidneys to... It was for Micah's thing. Oh, they donated yeah, yeah, all the kidneys yeah, yeah. to Micah. Yeah. Yeah, that... I felt so bad when I heard that, bro. I started thinking, like, crazy, bro. Like, people don't understand that young people die all the time. And that, mm-hmm. like, this is such a pessimistic, like, negative way to look at it. But, like, literally, I could fucking die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's such yeah, a it is bad crazy. way to look at it. I'm not letting it. I'm not gonna let it affect me. People would if they thought of it that way, but it's just crazy. Like, Pop Smoke fucking died right at 20 years old, bro. Uh-huh. I was like, damn. You know what? My cousin's older than that fool. Like, I would be so hurt if that fool died. Yeah, you know? it is pretty nuts. And it's so fucking crazy. Like, I just don't even know how to react anymore. Man, life just doesn't make sense. Yeah, doesn't at all. Real, meaning of life is 42, 100%. Literally. I looked up the yeah. meaning of life. It said 42. That's what I'm running with. There's mm-hmm. no, like, nothing exactly. else makes sense. Nah, bro, just this whole thing. Made, like, Just imagine you're like put here. You're trying to build up this life, make your life meaningful. Like, right? You're, um, I don't know, you're doing something. You're helping people out. You're like, you know what? I'm going to do so much in the future, and I'm going to make my life so meaningful. And, like, you slip on a nail, fall the wrong way, and now you're dead. Dude, that's crazy <laughs> to think about. Like, you're so right. Like, that's that's Literally, insane. I can walk out, fall down the stairs. Like, there's stairs in my house. There's stairs in your house, too. We could uh-huh. fall down the stairs and break <laughs> our necks and pass away. That's like, nuts. Yeah. Like, anything like, is a fuck? hazard. <laughs> and we're laughing about it. And we're laughing about it. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> like shit you Bro, see in a movie happens fuck. in real life and we don't even care about it dude it's just like life like our bodies are so fragile and like it's crazy <laughs> like like bro just imagine the, okay just imagine the president right the pre like the fucking joe biden well okay joe biden like is a fucking donut anyways but like let's take it back like 1983 let's say ronald reagan was just like walking one day and then like i don't know he decided to kick um kick his desk and then like a knife uh or no kick a shelf and then a knife at the top came down and just went through his skull and killed him like that would have changed that would have changed the course Course of of so many things like something so stupid like something so small and like Though this world just doesn't make sense, man. Like, how at is all, that man. possible? At all. Do you believe in the butterfly effect? Of course I do, bro. 
That shit boggles my mind, bro. I love it so much. No, the dude, fact that no, the no. fact that I could go back in history and kill some random slave, like or like some random serf. <laughs> what do you mean by called. that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by that? No, I'm serious. Like, I'm not saying it in a racist or prejudiced way. I'm saying like back then, the bottom of the like social pyramid, uh-huh. I could kill someone from that stature, and it would have changed the whole history of the world. No, you know what's crazy to think about, bro. Like, so the butterfly effect in general, I always think about it. Like, it's insane. I call it the domino effect because that makes more sense. Yeah, it makes more sense. So, I call but it, like... Let me... Before you go on, sorry. The butterfly effect, it's called butterfly effect because you can go back and the, the theory is you can go back and kill a butterfly and it will change history. Oh, well, I, to me, it makes... A domino makes more sense. You knock one domino yeah, down, you. it's not that big yeah. of a deal, but that's going to knock the next domino down and just keep on going. Yeah. So, um... Like, what's crazy to me about it is, like, how something so small can change everything. Like, it, and, like it'll never sit right with me. Like, the, like, imagine if some guy you knew was like, oh, yeah, my, my parents immigrated here from, like, Austria or something. You're like, oh, that's cool. What'd your, what'd your grandpa do? He's like, oh, he was an admissions guy for an art school in Vienna. Like, I would start freaking out. Like, bro, what if he, him denying Hitler to art school created the biggest domino effect of all time and it was because of this guy's grandpa just wow. like deciding that this guy wasn't good enough i didn't to even go know to hitler school. wanted to go to art school but that's such a specific topic oh you didn't know about that no i did not know about that he got denied from art school he was gonna go to art school if he went i mean i'm assuming he wouldn't have uh you know done what he's done maybe yeah, he would have maybe shit. not but it's just yeah, crazy man. bro like the tiniest things can just create like a whole ass. I I made a, I made a, like a dumbass analogy once just to like describe it to someone how crazy it was. Like, what if one day? No, no, no. This is what I was talking about. Like, what's also crazy about the butterfly effect is like not just the stuff we know. Like, we know that Hitler was trying to go to art school and he got declined, and that could have created a butterfly effect. We know this, but like, how about the butterfly effects that we create? that we don't even know about isn't that crazy to think about yeah like instead of like let's say let's say instead of closing my door right now i left it open uh-huh. do you think we'd be still talking about time probably or not. not bro i could uh, and the thing is it could be way crazier than that like let's just say i go i don't know um i go to starbucks right now and uh some guy is like super angry like he's literally about to kill someone angry and like i leave the door open for him and he walks, and because I held the door open for him, he calms down. And if he didn't calm down, he would have been super angry. He would have went in, drove his car out, and, like, ran over some guy. And that would have devastated that guy's family members. And it would have just created this long chain of events. Imagine how many, like, domino effects are being created every single day and that we don't even know about, that, like, we yeah. caused. It's just, the crazy thing is the domino effect can expect, like so many people just one little thing can affect so many people and that, that's why that's why the domino effect the name makes sense because mm-hmm. one thing causes another and that obviously causes like more things for other people like obviously you said that guy just dies because that guy's mad because you didn't leave the door open for him that uh, guy affects like his whole family's affected his friends are affected which affects their families and friends like exactly just this chain is created insane. It's crazy, bro. I love talking about time. It's one of my favorite my favorite topics. Time messes with my head way too much. 
I love it. That's why I love it. I love things that mess with your head. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that's so interesting. The thing that's interesting about it is like, um, if someone asked me to time travel right now, I wouldn't do it. No chance. Wait, to the future or to the past? To the future or the past. Okay, wait. What if it was to the past and, like, you only got to spectate? You weren't there. You were, like, a ghost, basically. Okay, well, that's not time travel, then. Oh, well, I'm just... That's just spectating. Yeah, Yeah, of course. If it was spectating, yeah, I would just go do it. Okay, but time travel itself? But if I was, like, like, to go back and change something or to go in the future and inform them about the past... Or some specific things, or learn new information, changes the course of history. Like, yeah, I would. I would. You want to know why? You would change the course of history. Okay. No. What I would do is I wouldn't go to the past. I'd go to the future. I'd figure. I'd watch a series of sports events for like a week. Write down every single mm, back to the result, future, and then partly did do like some crazy ass parlay with like a crazy ass odds. I put like a five hundred dollars into some, and I ended up winning like fifty thousand or some shit like that. Yeah, you're you're thirty years late, bro. They did that on Back to the Future too. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they didn't do that, but you know that's what that's exactly what I would do if I had the chance. I mean, would that fuck things up? Maybe, but a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of things. But it's like think about this. You're talking about the domino effect. Right? You do that, mm-hmm. you win that money. But what if the other stats that you wrote down and like the outcome of the games that you wrote down change? I went to the future and came. Yeah, what if like See, you only win one parlay or something? See, the thing about that is like time travel is so complex. I wouldn't know. Like, how, how are we to know until it happens? Like, how, how do we know if I go to the future, I come back that caused the change of like i don't think it'll ever happen i don't think no i don't think it will yeah two things i think the that humans will never achieve is immortality and time travel two things they'll never get even close to the closest i think humans will ever achieve to immortality have you heard about okay remember that cowboy bebop episode i told you to watch scratch yeah so mm-hmm. the that episode was made off of a theory that a scientist made in the 1950s, where one mm-hmm. day that humans are going to achieve um, putting their mind into basically the internet, mm-hmm. and basically you're ditching your body and getting pixels, and your brain is your mind is just in in the computer. Basically, that was the. I got a, I got a question now about yeah. that. So if you had to choose right now to be immortal, and I mean not through a chip, no, I mean your I wouldn't. body, I you wouldn't. Would. Same. That's simple. wait, but I want to know your, uh, like, why for you? I know why for me. Um, if we were supposed to be immortal, we would have, we would have been immortal already. We died because we run out of things to do, or we died because, like, at a certain point, you become miserable. You know. Okay, like, Joe. What the hell does that mean? What if you get run over at like thirteen? Okay, but I'm saying, like, if you're, if I live until, like, 80, and I'm like, okay, I'll be immortal, I'll live forever, Okay, you just live forever, let me, and let you me, don't let me die, it. like, you, okay, I can give you the straight-up answer right now, you want to hear it? Wait, wait, let me rephrase it. Once you hit, like, the ideal age, let's say it's, like, 30 years old, you just stay at that age forever. But, 
But I wouldn't because the people that are around you aren't going to stay at that same age. So what's the point? It's yeah, like the people that you love yeah. and the people that you care about. Like, let's say you got that immortality power. I would be chilling in my 70s, 70 years later, and you would be at, like, your 30s, your prime. And you would just be doing stuff with other people, and I would be an old geezer in my wheelchair or some shit like that, you know? See, yeah, the biggest problem I have with immortality is, like, you can't love somebody because everyone you love, you'll they'll die, and you'll, like, have to live with that. Exactly, that bro. Immortality, the reason I think it will never happen is because if one person becomes immortal on this planet, then I feel like everybody will worship that person and that person will control something over the years that, like, that person will basically run the world and in, in come the time. But mm-hmm. if you make the whole world immortal, then I feel like you just lose everything that makes this world its world. Like, you, put, you can't put people on a time limit. You can't, like, time just becomes irrelevant if you're immortal. And time yeah. and money are what run this world. Two most valuable things. True. So, yeah. That is pretty crazy pretty to think sick. about. All right. And back to the notebook. So let's see what other questions <laughs> we got in here, bro. This is from like two, three years ago. You just have the death note with you. Death note. I do, bro. You want to... Dude, if you could see the state of this, I'm pretty sure... I can hold... <laughs> I can hold the entire book from top to bottom with one hand. Write That's a name down and see what happens. Oh shit, I got you. Hey, hey, write like a bad name though. Write like I'm writing your know. name. Oh my god. Write like a. Uh, I wrote your name. You just hear like some drop. <laughs> I just hear. <laughs> <laughs> you know that TikTok noise where it's like, and then it goes, or like it blows. Yeah, up yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, pick another number. I think. Hold on, let me count how many there are. One, two, three, four, five. 13. Pick 1 through 13. You ever watch... Hold up. You ever watch Death Note? No. But, okay, listen, listen, listen. My two younger cousins... Okay, my cousins on my mom's side are weebs, okay? Mm-hmm. They are absolute weebs, okay? And I... And they... Um, you remember the one you were on FaceTime with? I'm not going to say what we were on FaceTime yeah. for, but... Or FaceTime with? <laughs> yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Those three guys I was in the... Four guys I was in the room with are absolute weebs. They've watched every <laughs> single anime known to mankind, okay? Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> one of them I was talking to the other day, and he, I was telling him, like, oh, my friend watches Death Note. He told me after the main villain dies, L, that was his name. Mm-hmm. After he dies, spoiler, sorry, that, um, like, the show just goes downhill. And mm-hmm. he was like, bro, I want to talk to your friend. He's speaking facts. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'm not even joking. He was like, bro, your friend is absolutely speaking facts. I want to meet this guy. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, he has met me. <laughs> no, no, not that one, bro. Not oh, that oh one. not that It wasn't that guy. It wasn't not the the he was in the room. <laughs> not the unspeakable one. Not the blasphemous one. <laughs> Yo, bro, Yo, that cousin's bro. legendary. That, that was not so funny. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I didn't even, bro. That was accidental. <laughs> I, I didn't even mean it. Oh, literally oh. nuts, bro. That's literally crazy on Facetime, <laughs> bro. No way that just happened. I'm bro, dead. I'm dead. I'm uh, dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Look at this fucking notebook, yeah. bro. You know what? Anime is really popping right now. I've seen a lot of memes on it. The, <laughs> the one where the guy kills his son. 
Oh yeah, I like I don't about know what that's called. Invincibles. Yeah, I, I always see like memes about it on Twitter. Yeah, and stuff. I just saw that one clip where he like beats the shit out of the sun, and it's like, because we're talking about immortality right now. Those guys are literally immortal. Like they don't die. So like, the the dad was trying to show like no emotional attachment to anything, and um, the son was trying to stand up for what's right, and so he didn't kill the son. Because of Jeez. his emotional attachment. Like, he beats the shit out of him, but he doesn't kill him because he's, like, is emotionally attached to his son. Yeah. Hey, um, bro, I can't believe you haven't watched Breaking Bad yet. You're crazy. Bro, I don't, I don't, I don't watch, look, I would, I would, if I were you, I would 100% take offense to it if I was watching another show right now. But since I'm not watching a show right now, don't take offense to the fact that I'm not watching it yet. Not taking offense. You're just dumb for it. Like, do it. Trust me. Well, I will. I will, but there's just other shit that I want to be doing right now besides, like, watching TVs, like, like TV shows like this. Like, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather be getting banned on Rocket League. Oh, God. <laughs> Not bro that, but bro. like oh no I don't, I don't even know like just like late night when you're just sitting in bed not doing anything just watch a show honestly late night like you you watch shows but like for me i just i just listen to music literally i could do that for hours yeah i get you have you ever listened to like your biggest playlist and tried not skipping a song <laughs> it's so hard but i've tried yes it's hard, but it's the best thing ever. Like, those songs are all in my playlist for a reason. And yeah, just that's... not skipping them, I just start singing them. Like, even if I don't want to hear it, I just start singing them. Like, you know what's funny? I used mm. to always skip songs. And then one time I was like, you know what? I'm not going to skip this song. But I really wanted to. And then I listened to it. I'm like, bro, this song's a banger. Thank God I didn't skip it. <laughs> this song's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, bro. That's how uh... it would be for me. Uh, All right, I'm gonna go with number three. Number three. Let's see what number three is. I think we'll answer this question. I think we'll wrap it up, bro. All right. We've been talking for a long ass time. Number three. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. From gamer to gamer, it says do play styles in games and not just video games like chess and stuff. Say a lot about the player. Of course. In what I, way, though? 100%. I mean, all right, look at it this way. It depends on what game, in my opinion. See, like, games like Rocket League, not really. Let me bring up chess, just straight up chess. The most basic game of all time. The, the game of games, I like to call it. Yeah, pretty much. What my do you think, pl- like, if I play defensive in chess, what does that say about me? See, you play aggressive. I know that about you. I played you I play before. different every time I play. What does that say about me? I do think it says stuff about you, to be honest. I mean, the way I play, I play, like, pretty similar most of my games. I, like, have an all right. Like, I try to be somewhat decent, not too aggressive or defensive. And I try to do my best moves throughout the middle of the game when the person thinks that they have the upper hand on me. And I let them think that so that they can make mistakes and I could capitalize on it. That's why Mm. most games... Like, the really the cl- really close games I have, they usually end up, like, destroying me in the beginning, but then I gain momentum through the middle. Like, I don't know what that says about me, but I, I don't, it's kind of, like, complex, honestly. Very complex. If you want to dive deep I, into it, maybe, but. 
I think that you can tell the person that you're... I think playing games with someone that you're trying to get close to is, a, is the best thing you can do. Like, board games, yeah. like, chess, like, not really like video games as much, but, like, literal, like, games, in-person games, like, card games, stuff like that. Because based on someone's play style, you could just, like, if someone plays aggressive and it doesn't work most of the time, I just think that person is, doesn't know what they're doing. Most of the time, mm-hmm. they just think they do. When someone plays aggressive and, like, it works, they're like, okay, they're just playing with us at this point. Like, they're just toying with us or they're really lucky in general or, like, like, there's just mm-hmm. certain traits, but I certainly think you can, um, like, figure out a person based on their play styles and games, but only if you play with them. Like, you can't just watch, like, understand this person through that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I mean, I never, like, broke it down, but there are things, like, I agree with you on certain things. Like, for the blindlessly aggressive, mm-hmm. I... Like the I'm I'm thinking person right now, I'm not gonna say who, but they play very like we played poker together. They played super blindly aggressively and like that makes so much sense once I connect that to their personality. It's like now that I think about it, like you do got a point there. Yeah. Um yeah, man. I play cards, you know, below like it's an Armenian game, but yeah. Not a lot of people know it. If you know it, you know it basically it's that type of thing. If you know, you know. Um a lot of people I play with that game, how you play that game can tell so much about you, bro. Really? So much about you. Like, oh, if, you're, if you're a deceiving type of guy, like, you can tell that you, you're really good at, like, lying and, like, you're really good at, like, um, like being smart in a way, like, out-strategizing your opponent. Mm-hmm. But I think the one game that tells a person's traits more than any other game is Mafia. Have you ever played oh. Mafia? Yeah. Why? Yeah, Wait, Mafia, that's interesting. Bro. How? The one with the because, narrator, like, right? Yeah, the one with the narrator and, like, the Mafia and the civilians. It's, like, because you couldn't... Because the best way you know someone is, is based on how they talk and body language. And if you understand someone's body language and stuff like that, or if you learn someone someone's body language and things like that, when it reoccurs in certain conversations, you'll understand the vibe that they're trying to give off or the vibe that they're trying to, like... Or like what they're trying to say, kind of what I'm what I'm trying to say. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like monster, it's like if you're lying, like you could see how a person reacts when they're lying, or put in a nervous situation, or put under pressure. Read their like body language. Yeah. yeah, body language. Body language is such an interesting thing, man. Such yeah. An interesting thing. I'm not gonna act like I'm an expert in it, but there's like a few things that like I've heard about it, and like I've kept them in mind, and I realized that it was like. You know, if you are good with it, you can do a lot with it. Yeah. Like, what have you heard? Um, just some, like, some simple stuff. Like, uh, if someone looks at your lips a lot, like, they make eye contact with you, they look at your lips and look back up, that typically means they're attracted to you. That's one thing. Mm, interesting. When people that are right-handed lie, they tend to look to their right they say a lie oh that's interesting yeah uh the whole eye contact thing when people are lying they avoid eye contact but if they do too much eye contact that also means they're lying so a right balance is how you determine Mm -hmm. the truth i feel like body language you can know body language based on like if you're close to someone then you understand their body language 
But it's like yeah. body language in general, like doing the stuff that you just said on people that you don't know is gonna be very hard. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no body language expert. I don't like talk to people and be like, oh, I'm gonna analyze your body. Like, I have no fucking clue, like, what's going on, you know? Yeah. But that would be very cool. And that would benefit you a lot if you were able to do all that shit. That'd be pretty crazy. One thing I've learned on body language is that um, if you're in a group setting mm-hmm. and you laugh, like as a group, like someone cracks mm-hmm. a joke and everybody starts laughing. What I've heard is that the person you look at yeah, while you're I've laughing heard that too. is the person that you like the most. I don't know if that's fact or cap because I kind of tried noticing it a couple times. But most of the time, people laugh. They don't even look at people. Like, they just yeah. look away. So I don't know what that means or if it means anything. I, okay, you know what's interesting? I thought of a group of people and, like, a scenario where I've laughed. And I remember exactly a specific person that I looked at most of the times I was laughing. And it is right. That person was my favorite at that time. So mm, that's interesting. I don't know, man. I think there's some truth, and all, there's different like scenarios though. Like let's just say it's a joke, and like that that joke like means something specific to like one like certain person. Inside joke. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or like let's say someone says something, and you start laughing, and because you look at one person who like it'll be funnier to you and them than to anyone else because like there's a, an inside joke or whatever it could be. So that isn't always the case. It's not. I feel like so when people make the joke too, you look at the person who made the joke, whether it's an inside joke or not. Like if I crack a joke and I'm with the friends, I feel like everybody just looks at me and starts laughing. But maybe I'm just not yeah. noticing correctly. Yeah. What What are your opinions on your laugh? On my laugh? Mm-hmm. I don't make a noise when I laugh. Believe it or not. Lucky. But if I make a noise when I laugh, I'm like giggling. But when yeah. I'm hard laughing, I don't make a noise when I laugh. It's kind of like a look that's you just gasping look like you're dying. Breath. Yeah, I just yeah. look like I'm dying, gasping for breath. Yeah. You have a funny laugh. You have one of those, like, it's not a full laugh where it's like, oh, when I hear you laugh, I'm going to start dying. But in the moment sometimes when, like, you say something or, like, one of us say something and you just start laughing, like, your laugh just sometimes make it, makes it ten times funnier, whether it be uh, ugly or pretty or I something. Do, dude, I don't know. I don't, I do not think I have a contagious laugh. It's an ugly No, I'm not laugh. saying you do. I'm saying sometimes, like, it, it does feel contagious because it's yeah. so, it's, you have such a weird laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's just I do. Funny. <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah, but my cousin has the most contagious laugh of all time. Like, someone can say something, like, super unfunny. Like, if he starts laughing, I'll start dying. Like, I wish best, I had bro. one of those laughs. No, if literally, you had a bro. you just laugh and you made dry jokes all the time, like, you would think you're a comedian. No, literally, he, like, there's times he's gotten away with making dry jokes because, like, he'll say, like, an unfunny joke, laugh afterwards at his own joke, and then everyone else will start laughing. Like, he has that superpower. It's literally crazy. Superpower. It, it is. It literally is a superpower. Because, like, li- like, imagine me, bro. Like, if I say... a dumbass joke that like sounded better in my head or like something like that and like i start laughing after i say it like my laugh isn't enough to make other people laugh so if the joke itself sucked too i'm just gonna look like a complete buffoon yeah i'm just sitting no i wasn't gonna say anything believe it or not um i've never met like a someone with someone with a full contagious laugh 
Well, yeah, I've only met one person. Literally, that's it. I've Maybe met I'm a lot. Remembering. I've met a lot of people with like I like disgusting laughs, like not even weird sounding laughs, just like laughs that I hear and I'm like, uh, fuck you. People when they snort when they laugh is like, it's like uncontrollable. I get it, but it's like, bro, what? Like whenever I hear it, I just start laughing even more because it's just so like, like yeah. what? Hey, you know what's <laughs> a you know what's a good you know what's a good trait? Like I noticed, like when I can remember how a person laughs, like typically I like that person more. Like because there's so many people I don't remember their laugh, and there's a lot yeah. of people I do, and when I do that, like I, to me it says a lot about that person if I can remember their laugh. It means you want to make them laugh. Yeah, maybe. Or they just have a funny one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, bro, yours is very interesting. I don't even notice sometimes. It switches up. It's totally silent. Like, it's just so natural. Now, sometimes it's done. silent. Sometimes it's just like like a little giggle. Sometimes Mine it's just me breathing up. out. Like yeah. a... when I, with me, when I realize I'm laughing, like I make it not sound that stupid. But when I don't realize I'm laughing, that's when it sounds the stupidest. It sounds yeah. like I'm like a dead, like a whale died.